The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much, maybe it's just you're not enough for me. I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Della Tour, and this week we have a story from veteran and don't ask, don't tell survivor Max Gugliamelli. And oh boy, he tells. How's your week going? I want to thank all of you who sent me recordings last week to tell me what was going on in your life, to tell me about that date you had that looked like it was shaping up to be something significant, and more. And I also want to share this recording that I got from podcast listener Chris. Listen to this. So Dixie, uh, I just wanted to leave you a voice memo. Um, I've been listening to Body for about two and a half years. I really love the escapism and all these amazing stories from the West Coast. Um, I was just reflecting on my very favorite episode, and it's got to be episode 49. Just happy to be here with Soren Berg. When Soren went to uh, Burning Man and found that orgy dome, uh, my mind just went crazy. I could just picture myself there, just, just seeing what was going on, and uh, the puppy play. Everything was just amazing, amazing. I mean, there have been some fabulous, fabulous storytellers, um, and I'm so happy that you are compiling them and allowing me to be part of this world. Thank you, Dixie. Chris, thank you so much for that message. I loved hearing that you loved that story. If y'all want to go back and listen to that story, did you know that if you just Google body storytelling Sorenberg, you can go and you will find it on our website, bodystorytelling.com. It's probably easier through Google than scrolling through the pages. We hope to fix that soon. We're working on a new website. But meanwhile, Anything that you want to listen to, you can listen to on the Body Storytelling website. I have people all the time say, my favorite story was this, but I don't know how to find it. And they give me hints. And I say, here it is. I Googled it for you. But why don't you Google it for yourself? Listen to that story. And here's some great news. One thing I've been doing during the pandemic is I have been going through old stories, old content, and trying to find stuff that y'all haven't heard here on the podcast. And I believe, I have my fingers crossed, that I just found a Sorenberg story that we have not aired. So Chris, I think I'm going to have a new story for you soon, and I think you're really going to love it. Thank you so much for that message. And y'all... It made me so happy to get messages from you. Some of them were voice memos recorded on your phone. Some of them were emails telling me about your life. Whatever you want to do, send it to Dixie at BodyStorytelling.com. It made me so happy to hear from you. And I hope to have more of that soon. Thanks again 
for the people who did that this week. And thanks to the rest of you who are going to do it this coming week. Right? Right? I want to shout it from the rooftops because I love it so much. I got a new mattress from Helix. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. The mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. Helix Sleep has this quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and it matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that. So they have soft, medium, firm mattresses, mattresses for cooling you off if you sleep hot. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Helix Plus. It's for plus size sleepers. How perfect is that? And it's a huge upgrade over my old mattress. Just go to helixsleep.com slash D-I-X-I-E, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for body storytelling listeners at helixsleep.com slash Dixie. Helix gets my highest recommendation. I love my Helix mattress. So go to helixsleep.com slash Dixie for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Feel like spicing things up? I want to invite you to check out Field. It's a fun, easy way to explore. Field is the alternative dating app for couples and singles. They built a community for awesome, ethical, honest people seeking to connect and explore their desires. And you can choose from a wide array of them, from cuddling to shibari to long kisses to BDSM and more. A recent review said, Dear Field, thank you for being a platform that us kinky people can use in a safe, fun way. I've met several great people on Field. Y'all are highly recommended. Field was originally designed for people seeking threesomes, and it's the biggest dating app for threesomes today. Plus, Field has two features that really make it stand out. Paired Profiles. With paired profiles, you and your partner each maintain your own accounts on your own devices, but link them together to show the Field community that you're a couple. And then there's Virtual Core. Field cores are areas with high concentrations of members. If you live in a place where the app is still growing or you simply want to visit other cities and meet the local humans on field without traveling, you can teleport to one of the field cores. Since the pandemic, field members have expressed a dramatically increased desire to connect on an emotional and cultural level rather than purely a sexual one. You can share freely about your sexuality, no matter how traditional or kinky you may be. Nonconformity and shame-free individuality is what Field is all about. And here's some great news. You can download the Field app for free and support our show by going to field.co slash body. That's F-E-E-L-D dot C-O slash B-A-W-D-Y. So if you're ready to make your wildest dreams come true, try it for yourself. Just click the link in our episode description to get the Field app for free today. Y'all, I have some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that I've had to cancel my Folsom event. 
It was going to be a hybrid event, both a live stream and a live show. But for various reasons, it just couldn't happen this year. And I'm so sorry. The good news is that I am working on a live stream for October right now, and I already have a storyteller or two. So it's going to be a great show. Thanks for your patience. I'll be back really soon with a show, and we can all gather together online then. More details to come soon, and thanks. Are you ready for this week's story? Well, let me tell you about the storyteller. Max Guglielmelli is an entrepreneur, a veteran, and is now in the Air Force National Guard. He loves talking about sex almost as much as he loves having it. He also loves making music, reading, and writing. Born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area, he has always been comfortable with his sexuality, even when he was serving in the military during Don't Ask, Don't Tell. He loves making people laugh, but he loves your dad even more. Max will kill you with kindness, but at the grocery store, he always takes two samples, no regrets. This storyteller is Max Guglielmelli. Oh, okay, so I don't know if Dixie got the memo, but this girl is a Leo, so I'm going to take this mic off the stand. I need to walk around. I need to get off this leash, although I'm sure a lot of you want to be on a leash. <laughs> so anyway, how many of you ever felt like, you know, I don't fit in, or, you know, even around your best friends, I, just, I, just, I still stand out like a sore thumb or something like that? This is my life. This is my life. So I was born and raised in Melpitas on the South Bay, and my dad is a plumber. We grew up a conservative, religious family, and, uh, and then at 18, my parents didn't like me being gay, and so I left for the army. And so I was born and raised, yeah, I'm a genius, I'm a genius. So I was born and raised around a lot of just like rock and roll and metal and like especially in the military, all this like angst, I just want to death metal and uh, and then I got out and I realized that there was a woman inside of me and she's screaming to get out. And uh, you know, I just come to terms with this, I'm a queer gender and like I want to express both, you know, like I want to do as much as I can, although I have this masculine nature, I know. <laughs> So uh, here I am at this club, and it just closed down. And like, especially when you stick out, sometimes, for me at least, I just take a bunch of drugs, and it was this party by my house, and I'm just going to dance. I don't give a fuck who's in the crowd. I just took some Molly, which is just like ecstasy, but a little like pure cut. I don't know. I like Molly, okay? End of story. So I took some Molly and I'm dancing my ass off and I'm all arms and body and head and maybe some teeth clenching here and there. <laughs> and then the DJ says, this, the party is over. But there's another party. If you ask around, you can get in. So I immediately am like, you know, jaw clenching. I'm grinding my teeth. I'm like, I'm not ready to cancel this party. And I see this young fashion queen. She's got like skinny jeans and like a button up shirt. Her sleeves are up, rolled up to her elbow. She's got this cute little faux hawk. And she looks me up and down. She's like, you're coming. And I'm like, oh, sometimes it pays to be this cute. <laughs> So, so me, and, me and Kale, his name is Kale, by the way, awesome. <laughs> and we're linked like elbow and elbow and we're walking down San Pablo, downtown Oakland. And the after party is on Isabella in San Pablo and it's at a Radical Fairies house. How many people know Radical Fairies? Yeah, yes. 
Well, I just found out about them through Kale. Thank you. And Kale's telling me about all these like political movements they've been through. You know, the Black Lives Matter. They had this like banner that went across both street, the, both, uh, the entire street, and they were in drag and they were just voguing the whole time and holding up that sign. And I was just like, you know, I consider myself queer gender, but I'm just a very masculine, and I'm just surrounded by this group as we all go to Isabella. And uh, yeah, Isabella is the house, the name of the house, Isabella on Isabella. And, uh, and we're, getting on, we're getting along the way, and I noticed, like, just I'm surrounded by queer gender after queer gender after queer gender, and I'm feeling like I kind of fit in. And so, like, there's even a girl with this, like, mustache and goatee and, like, just grown herself, and I realized girls with facial hair look damn good. <laughs> So we get inside and, you know, like, Kale tells me, like, this party's probably going to end with a bunch of dudes sucking each other's dicks. And I'm already rolling on Molly. I'm like, that sounds good. Anything sounds good right now. I just want a fucking party. And so the garage was separate from the house. And he just enters me into the risky room, the garage, which is like this U of couches. And on the left and on the right is these dudes in just nothing but underwear and socks because we had no time to take off the socks. <laughs> And they're just grinding and making out. And on the bed is this like salt and pepper daddy that's like 300 pounds. He's getting his ass eaten by this black dude that's like 200 pounds of like solid muscle. And, and I, don't, I don't know what to do. I'm new to this. And like, this is my first fucking orgy. So I sit down at that couch, at, like on the very tip of the U, and I sit in the middle, and I'm just like, I want to do two of, one of two things when I'm on Molly. First, I want to dance my fucking ass off. And, like, I just got done to that party where they dragged me out of that. Now, I want to get to know people. Like, I'm telling you, I want to get to know you. Like, my name is, hello, my name is Max. What is your 10 greatest hopes and fears? <laughs> so here comes Morocco and Snowflake. Yes, Morocco and Snowflake. You heard me. Morocco sits to my left and Snowflake sits to my right. Snowflake is this like 120 pound Native American guy. I mean like how many Native Americans have you met in California? Um, I was amazed. And then here's this like otter with like thick glasses and I'm talking to uh, Morocco to my left and he just cuts through my bullshit like, hello, my name is Max. What's your social security number and the last three places you've lived in your life? And uh, he's just like, mm -mm, you should make out with my boyfriend. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> no one's told me that before. So I just start making out with Morocco because, like, when you're on Molly, everything and anything feels good. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're a little metalhead, I was still dancing to that EDM or whatever you want to call it. So I'm making out with Snowflake, and here comes that girl with the, the facial hair and all that stuff, and she sits next to Morocco, and her and Morocco start making out, and I realize, like, this whole couch is just full of all of us just grabbing each other and making out and, like, touching each other, and I had to pull away, and I, like, look at the room, and I'm like, everybody is just making out with everybody. I can now do that with anybody in this room, and I proceed to do that. I go, <laughs> yes, uh, I go from the garage to the house, and then the house is just full of all these, like, dick paintings and, like, dick sword fighting, and there's a dick dragon, like, it's just a dragon with a dick head, and, like, there's all this queer art and all these queers just, like, talking, flirting, making out with each other like they're trying to break each other's teeth, and, uh, and I just make out with them also. 
And so the party starts to wind down. It's about like four in the morning. And I had work at 7.30 in the morning. You know I'm calling in. So I go into the garage, and it's, once again, it's me, Snowflake, Morocco, and Jess, the girl with the facial hair. And uh, so me and, me and Snowflake are on our sides, and I'm, like, grinding the hell out of Snowflake and kissing his neck, and, like, Morocco's on his back, and Jess mounts his dick, and I'm looking at his throbbing dick, and I'm like, Molly took two inches off of me. Nothing is going to happen right now. And I confess this to Snowflake, and she's like, it's all good. So me and Snowflake are just holding hands while Morocco Morocco was banging Jess, and I'm just like, go, just go, just do it. <laughs> so eventually he comes, and uh, we all just get into a little cuddle pedal. And uh, in the morning, Zach, the head of the uh, Radical Fairy's house, comes in, doesn't even bat an eye about who I am, what am I doing there. He just hands me a breakfast sandwich and some coffee, and like really just gets to know me, some nicotine. I go outside, share a smoke with him, and he's telling me about the Radical Fairies and how amazing they are, and especially for this sexual liberation that I'm under right now. Um, he's just telling me how I'm just like the shoe-in. And you know, I had this amazing party Friday night, and he's like, well, tonight is touch party. I don't know if you guys ever heard of touch party. But basically, it's like this pre-Burning Man event, and like they're a burner group also, and they want to show off their art and their neon colors and their dance music and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's about like five in the afternoon at Isabella, and I'm like, give me an hour, I'll be back. It's time for me to get ready for this party. <laughs> So, you know, I, like, I actually had eye makeup at the party before that, and when I took a shower, it kind of bled down to this, like, gothic look, and I'm like, I'll take it. And my brother actually bought me this shirt, and I'm like, when, are I, when am I ever going to use it? <laughs> now. <laughs> so I get there, and, you know, once again, I like to do one of two things. I want to really get to know you. I want to get to know you. Like, hello, my name is Max. What's your social security number? And what's the last three places that you've lived in your life? And uh, so I took this Molly, and uh, I immediately go downstairs at the party, the touch party. And uh, downstairs is the same thing, just couches, 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 mattresses, everybody fucking. Just like, just ass clapping from this guy fucking, ass clapping from this guy getting fucked. Like every color, cr race, creed, gender you can think of, everybody's just getting it. And I'm just taking it all in. I'm, I'm new to the scene. I'm not, I'm not much of an orgy queen, but I'm sure I'll get there. <laughs> You'll see me back on the stage. So, uh, so I, like, they're all getting it, but I'm like, no, it's Max's time to dance. So I go upstairs, and that's where all the music is, and all these neon fixtures, like, hanging low. And, uh, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, I see that dancer's cube right there. It's about two feet higher than I am, and I, I jump on it, and I'm just going to town. I just don't give a fuck about who's around me. And, you know, like, hours turn to minutes, minutes turn to seconds, and the party's over. Now, I told Zach, I was just like, listen, I'm going to find my ride home. I'm a confident queen. I'm going to find some hot dude and be like, where are you going? I'm coming with you. So I go out to the smoking section, and I'm smoking a cigarette, and like the party's about, about over, and that's when I see Justin and Spider. Yes, his name is Spider. I still don't know what his real name is. Spider. 
looks like he just fell out of a punk rock band. He's covered in tattoos, shaved head, this like flat bill hat. And uh, his friend Justin is just like angsty, like full on beard, like six foot five, green eyes. And like his shirt is like covered in dicks. Just dick, 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 dick. And his hat says faggot on it. And I am attracted to artists. And he's a, yes. That is some beautiful art. <laughs> so they tell me they're going down on 30th and MLK, and I live on 30th and 37th San Pablo in Oakland, and I'm like, that's like seven blocks from my house. So we Uber back to their place. And on the way there, uh, you know, not on the way there, we get there, and they, you know, it turns out they were doing ketamine all night, and I was doing Molly all night. So I've never heard of this, but uh, we mix the two together, and we all just do a line. And, uh, you know, this is four in the morning, you know, and this is going to last all fucking night. And then his roommate Josh comes out, and I'm on the couch, and I got spider to my right of me to the right of me and I got Justin to the left and I just put a leg in between both of them and Josh is in the co- is across the room like there's a coffee table and then Josh and uh you know we're talking hanging out having a little drug conversation and then they just attack me and they just kiss my neck on both sides and I've just you know I'm new to the whole orgy thing and like I look at Josh and he's just giving me this like yeah bro <laughs> And so I'm like, all right. And I'll like make out with both of them and we're touching each other's dicks. And then all of a sudden the like fifth roommate comes out that nobody really likes. And he just comes in and just goes to the fridge and grabs some milk and goes out. (laughs) And I'm thinking like, I'm not putting my dick away. This is like, this is too good right now. So eventually, spider. Spider tells us, like, well, we should go to the room. And, and Josh wasn't really having it. He's just like a roommate. And he's like, all right, I'm going to bed. And me, Justin, and the Spider go into the room. And I swear I'm, like, the best person to have a threesome with. Because, like, Molly, once again, took, like, three inches from my dick. I swear it's, like, inverted now. <laughs> but either way, I'm just going to, like, suck some dick and make sure Justin's having a good time. So I'm going to stroke him off and, like... I'm kissing Spider, and I'm like playing with Justin's nipple. I'm just making every, making sure everything's like 50-50. <laughs> right? 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 Until the sun comes up. And then I'm like, listen, guys, I'm not going to come. So if you guys are going to come, let's just get this over with and go to bed. <laughs> So they come, and we all get in our sides, and we're, like, cuddling together, and, like, we wake up, and, uh, and like, we have some coffee. Now we're really getting to know each other and all this stuff, and we have some morning whippets. Just <laughs> So, so you're a chef, huh? That's pretty cool. <laughs> and then Spider, ugh, I, I love just saying that name. Spider was just like, we should go back in the room. And I'm like, okay. So we go back in the room, and like, once again, I'm just sucking some dicks, and like, Justin and Spider are making out, and I'm just making sure, like, you guys like me, right? Because, like, I'm entertaining both of you at the same time. And like, I'm making out with them, and Molly still has stolen my sexual pleasure from my genitals, I swear. Everything still just feels amazing from the toe up. And uh, I'm like, maybe if you guys come on top of me, I might be able to come. So they both mount up, and they just immediately just ejaculate. I I guess that's all it takes to tell some dude to, you know, just just come on me. Oh, here it is. (laughs) 
so they both they both come and and then and then I come and we're all laying in this like kind of triangle and spiders kind of like mixing the semen on my stomach until eventually dries. And then I'm like, you know what? It's like five o'clock on Sunday. I didn't do anything this whole goddamn weekend. I think it's time to go. And I live right around the corner. So I'm walking home with this like amazing glow and vigor. And I just want to flirt with the world and I want to sleep with the world. And I realize maybe this world has a small spot for me after all. Thank you.
That song was High For This by Ellie Goulding. Body storytelling has always been powered by its fans. The people sitting in the audience, the people who feel inspired to get up and share their stories, and listeners of this podcast like you. I've been doing body for many years, and I've only found one place where I get the creative freedom to make the sort of empowering, sex-positive, life-affirming content that I want, and that place is Patreon. Patreon is a membership model, and that means that I can get to know my community, bounce ideas off them, involve them in my journey, all while earning a stable income. It means that I get to know listeners like you, because you love the deeply personal stories I share here at Body. If you go to patreon.com slash body, you'll see that on Patreon, creators are powered by their fans, and Patreon allows me to show my eternal thanks with excellent rewards like free live stream tickets, weekly ad-free podcast episodes, special patron-only gatherings, and more. So go to patreon.com slash body right now and become a member. You'll be helping me to make the world a kinder, less judgmental, more compassionate place. Stories change lives, so help me keep these amazing true body stories going, and thanks in advance for your support. Well, that's our time for this week. But before I go, I want to say thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Thank you to Mosa Maxwell-Smith, David Grossoff, Donald Mooney, Joe Moore, and podcast producer Marty Garcia. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 192 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>